Bra, bra, bra. Kom. Boja kasha. <laughs> ja man, Sean Kingston. Shana Paul. I'm gonna get a chat. I'm gonna get a chat. Tuesday, Tuesday podcast man. Rastafari. Rastafari. So if this is the cold open, do you guys like feel bad about that or? No, I feel pretty good about it. Okay. I toil part time on your Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. Tuesday podcast episode 294. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is the Pagliacci of podcasting, Tyler Dryblad. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we are going to be taking a statement from founders talking about Utah and Psy dealing with that uh, Bud Light corn debacle some more. So, um, all of that will take place. Debacle? Debacle. Debacle. Well, you say biopic, because I don't even that know if I trust That wacky debacky. <laughs> Iron. But anyway, yeah, as you can tell, uh, Sam will be making fun of me this week with Zach. Hey, what up? Bruh! <laughs> you, you are in a mood. Is that because it's St. Patrick's Day? I've been drinking today. It was St. Patrick's Day this weekend. Yeah. You got your green hoodie on? I got my seafoam green hoodie on. That's one of my girlfriend's roommates that she gave to me. And I'm going to keep it because it feels soft on the inside. It looks soft. It is really soft. She's like, it's a men's hoodie. I was like, barely. (laughs) I didn't know you were in a relationship, Zachary. I am. That not been fodder on the podcast. I haven't been on the podcast in a really long time. It was pretty new. I didn't want to jinx it the last time I was on the podcast. I see. Well, we'll get into that a little later, I guess. Okay. First of all, we should be talking about what beer you're drinking. So me today, I'm drinking Oma Gang's uh, Bourbon Barrel Vanilla Smoked Porter, uh, which I can only assume to be a vanilla smoked porter uh, aged in bourbon barrels. I and, really like Oma Gang, so I'm a little bit jealous of you today. So I've got uh, a lovely, uh, a dark, dark brown uh, porter-colored porter with just a wee bit of foam um, at the tippy top, and... Uh, you definitely smell vanilla bean on there. A little bit of that roasted, sort of almost burnt coffee bean nose. We got ourselves an 8.9 percenter. And it finishes really sweet. I don't know if it's just the vanilla or if they put like some milk sugar in here or something. But it, it tastes pretty sweet. And you definitely get a little bit, a little bit of a little turn of the bourbon on there. I think it's... A little mild, although I've been drinking today, and it definitely tasted a lot stronger yesterday at the... Uh, at the content for the week. At the beer content for the week. Uh, <laughs> it tasted much stronger and much more bourbon-y. Um, I'm all over the place today, but it does taste incredibly pleasant and refreshing today. All right. Uh, I will go next. I have Terrapin Beer Company's mm. Luau which is a passion fruit, orange, and guava IPA. Wow. Which, uh, I know, it's a fancy-dancy kind of fruit thing that I... I bet that tastes just like hops. (laughs) Yeah. I'm theoretically into this combination. One thing that does throw me off about this can, though, is um, all over it are references to uh, crunkles. Excuse me? Like, it says, where in the world is crunkles? And right next to the luau, it says crunkles. And then it says... 
for the ever-changing adventures of Crunkles, go to crunkles.com. So it sounds like uh, if our listeners have any questions about what Crunkles is, they have a resource. What are we I doing guess. not being on crunkles.com right now? <laughs> I am I'm not willing to, to look up what Crunkles is, uh, but if you, dear listener, would like to let us know, you can email us at brewsdaytuesdaypodcast at gmail.com. But uh, yeah, it's uh, how many how many alcohols per volume is this? Six point five. Pours out pretty clear, a little bit darker than your average IPA, I would say. Uh, medium foam with pretty similarly sized bubbles. It definitely smells tropically and, and fruity, not as citric as I would have expected. The main flavor I'm getting out of this is the orange. The first thing that it brings to mind is those, like, chewable vitamin, like, almost like chalk-like things, you know? Like Flintstone uh, vitamins? What? Like Flintstone vitamins? Yeah, like Flintstone vitamins, right. Specifically the orange ones, which I don't know if that's necessarily the best flavor to think of, but, um, I mean, I can recognize at least what they were claiming to have here, but I'm not sure if I necessarily like it or not. Samuel. Uh, yeah, uh, I have from Lakefront Brewing, my turn series, Anai, uh, Mexican hot chocolate ale, uh, 7.8%, I think. So I'm expecting some, some heat and some chocolate and maybe some, uh... Mexicans. Um, I was gonna say cinnamon, but... I mean, they're invading this country, Samuel. Haven't you listened to the president? Yikes. (laughs) Look, there's this tiny sombrero floating in that beard. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so this tastes kind of exactly how I thought it would. Uh, and I thought it would taste good. So, neat. Oh, wait, do you okay. like one? What? Do you like one on the podcast? Well, I like them sometimes. <laughs> I have a whole spreadsheet of data indicating that I like them sometimes. This is such a rare treat. <laughs> I feel like okay. I have to talk uh, shit about it. The chocolate yeah. is not as full as you would really hope that it would be. And, uh... While I think that it's on, it's listed on Untapped as a porter, so I can't like be mad at it not being a stout, but it should really be a stout. <laughs> okay, I mean, it, really, you were just reaching for criticisms to satisfy Zach over there. I mean, it would be better if it were a stout. This is good. This is what I crave. <laughs> okay, sweet. What you also crave because of your low class trash palate yep. is uh, free cores, right? That's what you're into. Yes, sir. According to Thrillist.com, Coors will give you free beer every time it gets trolled by Bud Light. So you're in luck, Zachary. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, this this article is kind of funny. It's written almost like it's like a, a letter from the Civil War that's fed up with this conflict between Bud Light and all the other beer brewers, which is exactly how I feel, and yet I'm still talking about it. But as I'm sure you need no uh, reminding... In the Super Bowl, Bud Light pushed, put out a commercial where they criticized their competitors for using corn syrup, uh, and that's been pretty controversial, and people got mad. And now, Coors Light has announced that starting March 22nd, they are installing special taps in bars across the country. And whenever Bud Light, either on social media or through advertisements or whatever, takes a shot at Coors Light, the taps will light up red, and you get a free Coors if you want it. Nice. So I know everybody's going to be rushing out. We're all going to be rushing out to the bar to see if we can score this free Coors Light. What I really would like to see is uh, some, like, not-that-well-paid social media manager for Bud Light 
out at the bar with his friends and he wants to impress them. So he's like, I bet you guys I can get us a free round. And so right. he just yeah. tweets, like, I don't know, a poop emoji and right. Coors Light. Honestly, that sounds like a, a great concept for a Super Bowl commercial right there, Samuel. Well, we're clearly not engaging Zach. He's reading my DM screen. Do you have a lot of questions about setting a DC for No, I was tracking? just I was just curious if it listed the sizes of like how many uh, spaces a gargantuan creature takes up versus a huge creature. I, I don't think it does. And reflecting on how huge my giant ape is as a huge creature. Yeah. This is it's the wrong day. It's pretty rad. You guys should listen to that podcast as well. I'm much more engaged on that one. We're getting to my favorite one where I was on mushrooms when we recorded, and we haven't gotten there yet, and I'm so psyched to hear. What? Excuse There me? was one where instead of drinking beer, I just took a little bit of mushrooms beforehand, and um, it was the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. Why wouldn't you tell us that? Well, that was a special secret. I'll tell you That's when the hilarious. episode is. What episode was that? So, it is when Susan gets killed. When we're, when we're wrapping up uh, Theater October arc. Oh, that's the one I'm editing now. Yeah, and I laugh so hard I cry when Susan gets killed is because I was on mushrooms. <laughs> and I was just tweaking. And Susan doesn't die, though. Fuck you, Susan. I, 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 to my grave, fuck you, Susan. Wow, that's, that's something. Susan just huh. gets up and gets knocked down again. And she gets knocked down again. And Zach thought that was really, really funny because he was shrooming. <laughs> I was right. shrooming hard. Well, then. Okay, what were we talking about? We were saying something. I think this Coors Light thing is great. I think the more that these large beer companies like argue with each other and give us free beer, like the better. Like I would absolutely take a free Coors. If they were like in a bar, they're like, Bud Light tweeted something mean-spirited. Who wants a free Coors? They're like, me, I do. Give it to me. <laughs> I was drinking Coors Banquet earlier today, and it tastes just like Coors Light, but like slightly less penny-like. Now, and that's the only uh, difference. Zach, you don't taste the I copper. It, I can see by your eyes and the way you're leaning that it's going to be tough to keep you on track this week. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to mosey as I, uh, yeah, as I no, do. Yeah, clearly. You're just going to do whatever you want. But uh, <laughs> if, it was, if it was the other way around, like if Bud had these these taps that lit up whenever Chorus uh, took a shot at them, would you be on the same bandwagon? Like, yeah, give me that free Bud. 100%. Yeah, okay. give me that free shit. That's what, that's what I want. Gotcha. I, I want billion-dollar companies to give me free stuff when they argue with each other. This is like the good part of capitalism. Yeah, if the, if the Cola Wars had it, it involved getting free beverages, I think people would look back on them more fondly. More fondly, like, with fewer casualties and more free cola. Yeah. Right. Oh, the Battle of Pepsi Hill. R.I.P. to all the brave soldiers who died in the Battle of Pepsi Hill. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm curious as to, like, how many of these taps are actually going out there, how yeah. widespread this is going to be. I can't imagine it's going to be that widespread. It can't be. I think that it, they're doing it just enough that they can make Thrillist write an article about it. It's like, maybe, like, New York, Chicago, L.A. have some of these taps. Maybe, like, like, Memphis or something, some cool yeah. city that's, like, not Denver anymore. Right. right. <laughs> I've, I, none of that made sense to me. Is Memphis cool, and is Denver not? I think Denver's getting too expensive. It's, like, turning into the new San Francisco, so, like, Memphis oh, sure. is now the new, to me, yeah. Memphis is the new Denver. Yeah, like, Memphis or, like, uh, like, uh, some of those smaller cities in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Or like, Raleigh or something. Like, you, yeah, you could do, sure. you gotta do a new city, because Denver's played out and too expensive because of legal weed. Everybody's yep. trying to move there. Yep. Zach is on the cutting edge of, uh, the great hipster migration. How yeah. How far down the list is Madison? 
Madison is like the secret Memphis. Like if you're like three Memphises down, you get to you get to Madison. Uh, and as soon as Illinois legalizes weed, I'm gonna be down in Illinois all the time and constantly drug running up the border, <laughs> like the Dukes of Hazard. Are they getting close? Are they uh, talking about? Yeah, dude. The governor, the governor said he was totally down, and uh, he has a, a full uh, Democrat House, so they'll they'll pass it for sure. Because Illinois' budget is totally fucked, and there's billions of dollars to be made by selling weed in Chicago. Yo, I was listening to NPR on my drive home from working at the park system. Classic stoner huge... sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm a huge nerd. Uh, <laughs> and I heard an a interview with fucking John Boehner. Everybody knows John Boehner, Good old right? boner. Sam doesn't. I do. He was, he was the speaker um, of the blouse. Uh, apparently, he's now invested in a uh, in a marijuana company. Boo that man. Fucking piece boo of shit. Boo that man. What a piece of shit. Fuck you, John Boehner. Absolutely outrageous. Fuck you, John. Yeah. Hope you're listening yep. to this. Our one listener is going to be like, oh, well, it's me, John Boehner. And they're <laughs> being really mean right now. These guys have really taken a turn to the left in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're starting to hate me, conservative icon John Boehner. Right. Eric Holder is going to turn this off, too. I like to think that when people talk about the liberal media, they're only talking about this podcast. It's us. Tarko Carlson is talking directly about us. Yo, fuck that guy. Is he talking about how he wants us to sexually experiment with each other? What? Because that's what he was talking about. What? He said a bunch of stuff about uh, how if if some priest wanted to have like his own, like, miniature civilization where it was okay to marry little girls, then that was fine with him. What? He's a really weird yeah. guy. What point was he trying to make? He was I, trying to make the point that he's a disgusting individual. <laughs> he succeeded. I believe it. <laughs> I yeah. believe it 100%. Yeah. Honestly, he didn't have to say that stuff. I already thought he was disgusting. I, saw, I looked at him, and he had a bow tie on, but he wasn't Bill Nye the Science Guy, so I hated him. <laughs> right, exactly. That's, That's how my response. shit goes. Do we roll deep? Science guy gang. That's how we fucking roll. My my okay. friend drew a a one panel cartoon of Bill Nye the Science Guy, like holding open his lab coat so he could see the inside of it. And there were a dozen bow ties, and the speech bubbles said, "Pick your poison." And I still think about that sometimes and laugh. <laughs> I'd buy that. If I were on the shirt, I'd like, buy it. By one hundred percent. Me too. I thought you were gonna say it was his dick wearing a bow tie. It was 12 dicks, and <laughs> they're all wearing bow ties. You've never seen a Jewish uh, hormone monster's pee? No, I messed it up. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. Try that. Take that back. Take that back. We'll I cut it out. We'll I don't cut think it out. I got the reference to begin with. <laughs> we'll cut it out. It was a big mouth reference. We'll cut it out, and I'll do it again. you never seen a hormone monster's Jewish penis eating uh, trash scallops before? And it's got the fucking yarmulke on and, like, the fucking tallis. Yeah. I'm leaving in the first try. Yeah. Got me. <laughs> okay, great. So, Zach, um, you're pretty inebriated, so I think that's the <clears throat> best time for you to talk about this this new uh, this new relationship of yours. Perfect. Hopefully, she doesn't listen to this one yet. Hopefully, she's working right through the back catalog when you guys are still <laughs> in college. Um, we started this after college. Um, so yeah, we met at the worst bar in Madison um, in December. It's by far the shittiest place I've ever been, and I'm embarrassed that we met there. Um, it's called Red Rock, and it's got a mechanical bull in it. Nice. Um, so that was terrible. So, I, my, my guess is that you were riding the bull, and your eyes met across the room. Yeah, so I was standing on it like a surfer um, and completely killing it. Like, just nothing could <laughs> knock me off. Right. And then she saw how good I was at it, and 
she just like she splooshed everywhere. Uh huh. She just slid across the room to you. Yeah, it was just like that. And then our first date, I took her to the worst bar in Madison. I took her to the Rustic. She Wait, said you she, know you just said Red Rock was the worst bar. Red Rock I actually hate. I actually like the Rustic, but Rustic's objectively bad. Sam, you've been in the room. We've taken you to the yeah, Rustic. Yeah, it's Rust, bad. Rustic is bad. Uh, she said, I like dive bars. And I said, we'll see. And I took her to the shittiest dive bar I could possibly think of. And she was like, this place is great. It's so fun. And I was like, I love you. I just kind of hold it in. Um, and yeah, no, it's been good. We're like three months in, which means like statistically for me, we're halfway done. Um, and, um, so I'm just riding it out until we hit six and somehow I sabotage it. So it um, really seems like you've been, I, I've only interacted with the two of you at the same time a few times. And every time it seems like you're trying to sabotage it. <laughs> like there was, like there was a time that we were playing, uh, what's that fucking game? Catchphrase. Oh, and I told her she was garbage in yeah. catchphrase. Uh, well, so she was, she was doing catchphrase and she was, uh, she was the clue giver and she was doing a bad job. Uh, and he wasn't on her team, so he was making fun of her the whole time she was doing a bad job. And then at the end, she, like, couldn't get any... She had zero she points. Zero points. Zero points. Uh, and, and then she was like, I'm actually pretty good at catchphrase. <laughs> Which and, is a fucking lie! And then, and then, uh, she's gotten mocked by mostly Zach, Everyone who was there. The, Everyone who was there. I, I, I see too much of myself in that story. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I leaned over to her before she went, and I go, because she was guessing, and she was guessing really bad. I was like, God, you suck at this game. Right before it was her turn. And I guess it psyched her out so bad, she, like, couldn't guess. And then I laughed so hard I cried when she was just fucking shitting in the bed, trying to give clues. So that was great. She did, though. Sam relayed to her a, a true story about when I made people cry, talking about Baby It's Cold Outside, and her response was, they shouldn't have been bitches about it. And I was like, whew. <laughs> I thought that was almost it. I was like, I don't know what her thoughts are on this. Um, How did you make them cry? They sound like they were just real sensitive little little bitches. Uh, I mean, I don't. I'm not an unbiased third party here, but I want to agree with Tyler's assessment of the whole situation. Really, it was that uh, they had very different opinions from Zach, uh, and no one would just say, "Okay, well, clearly, like." The, it starts out as like a debate where people are exchanging ideas, and then, and then from there goes to like people just repeating themselves uh-huh. because they feel like they're not being heard, and then and then just shouting and uh-huh. just it needed we a, a few times some of us that didn't really care tried to change the subject or get them to just say well we're never gonna agree on this let's talk about something else, and both sides of the argument just kept insisting on having the argument. <laughs> I feel that I rebutted their points and they never made any sort of meaningful cogent point to my argument and that made me win and I believe so here's the deal. When you're when you're in an argument and you say the sentence just because you're crying doesn't mean you're right. You're probably not going to win that argument. <laughs> like that's that's just sort of how I feel um, based on my own personal experience in these arguments. Uh, but, oh boy! Yeah, but she took my side on that, so I knew it was gonna last. And uh, here we are. We were playing uh, board games today. I was just over today at her house with her did, roommates did and her roommates' boyfriends and stuff. How bad she was at those board games? She was actually really good. She's really good. she's a decent liar in games. When like, so we were playing Werewolf, where like two people, it's like Mafia basically, where, like two people yeah. are werewolves. Yeah. You have to guess who it is. She's actually a pretty good liar. We were playing that. And that was super fun. We only played one game where I got mad at her for sucking at the game, and definitely yelled at her. 
But I had been I had I was like six Coors banquets deep at that point, and I'm not gonna apologize. I've been there. And then she made me mac and cheese though, so it's all good. Nice. She's like, you want this? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I do. You're forgiven. <laughs> also, she instigated a uh, miniature lesbian love fest in my home last night. Truth. So that was. What? She just kissed somebody. She met with three stacks and. I think she made out with uh, mm-hmm. uh, the person that we referred to as Glass Plus in the distant past. Oh, yeah, right. This is true. I, w- I was sworn to secrecy. I was sworn not to bring this up on the podcast. Oh, really? Since Sam brought Shit. it up, it counts, and it's fine. I didn't bring it up. Uh, but this is a true story. Did, she, did she ask you not to? Yes. She specifically asked me not to bring it up today. She was like, don't talk about it. I was like, oh, it's really well, good content. Well, don't talk about it and don't bring it up. It's really good content. Because so. now you're talking about it. Well, not talking about it. And this is a true story. This really happened. It took forever. She was like, you said it was fine. I was like, I didn't think it was going to take an hour. Yeah, it was uh, It was like, it was a lot of fun at first. And then eventually uh, we kind of just got, we got bored. We got bored. Like all of the... The girls were in the their one room doing what they were doing, and and the their respective significant others of the male persuasion were just like chatting and like waiting to leave. Yeah, like the party is wound down at this point. <laughs> like I want to go to bed. I want you guys out of my house. And they were like, we also want that, but there's not <laughs> much we can do about it right now. I had to like flick water on her to get her out. <laughs> yeah, okay. she's great. She's the keeper for sure. Well, I look forward uh, to hearing about how you screwed it all up. Thank you. It might have been just now. Three months. Hopefully it's three months from now so I can tie my usual record. Okay. All right. Let's move on. I feel like it's inappropriate to go to our founder's article. So how about sltrib.com, which is also kind of – that's a – don't worry about it actually. Uh, Because of lesbian stuff and the word trib, is that what you're saying? Yeah, but, like, it was going to take too long to get there. Yeah, well, we got there. All right. Utah lawmakers reach a deal to put stronger beer in grocery stores, but it would be 4%, not 4.8%. Cowards. This is... Yeah. (laughs) Who will bend their knee to the mob most readily? (laughs) Apparently, Utah lawmakers. So, we've talked a lot about the state of beer laws in Utah, and uh, apparently... The lawmakers there have struck a deal to let higher alcohol-level beers be sold in the grocery stores. Currently, um, you can get, like, stronger beers in state-run liquor stores, but you can only buy kind of weak beers in grocery stores. Uh, The beer you can get in grocery stores is 3.2% by weight, which I feel like we've brought up before, but I think is really important to note because by weight is not the same as by volume a beer that's 3.2 percent alcohol by weight is actually four percent alcohol by volume and so a beer that would be four percent by weight is actually five percent by volume so now utah would be selling basically your normal beers in grocery stores that's great good for them yes good for them uh it was going to be 4.8 percent by weight which is i'm not good at that math sam you want to do that math for me real quick six ish but they, they had to kind of compromise. Uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints is obviously not into higher alcohol beers, and they have a pretty big uh, influence in Utah. But uh, this compromise has been reached, and yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's probably a good idea. Why don't they just think... I mean, Mormons can't drink 3-2 beer. They can't drink any beer. So don't they just think sinners going to sin and just let the sinners sin how they 
going sin? Well, that would make sense to us coming from a religion that doesn't proselytize, Samuel. Oh, yeah. But, like, the whole thing about them is they're trying to, like, spread the good word, bro. But do they think that they are doing the Lord's work, making people sober? I, yes. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, sober, I, I could actually buy an argument. It's, it's, and it's not even they're forcing people to drink lower alcohol beer. It's they're inconveniencing people that want to drink higher alcohol beer. If you can God still buy want, this shit other places. If God wanted us to be sober, he wouldn't have made the world so boring and depressing and so many things make you not sober. <laughs> if God wanted us to be sober, he wouldn't have made his son be able to turn water into what? His son wouldn't be made out of wine. Oops. Oops. Yeah, his blood must have been such a high percentage. Like 14% alcohol. Yeah. No wonder he was saying all that crazy stuff. He was just trashed 24-7. He was like a Kennedy with 14% alcohol. <laughs> blood. And go fly a plane with blood alcohol like that. I get it. That's a very specific joke. <laughs> so, um, no, Sam, I think like they're like, well, you know, if it's harder to get beer, maybe people won't drink beer, and then we've saved some souls. And not, like, if it's harder to drink beer, they're just going to get it in Nevada. But, like, I guess I would think if if I were in a situation where I w- was going to throw a party and for whatever reason the only beer I could get was 3-2, I would buy more beer. Mm-hmm. I assume that that's what's happening now. Like They also believe in a giant invisible ghost man in the sky. What do you want from me? Okay. Yeah, their logic's not checking out <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I feel like... They're being illogical. It just doesn't stand up to even the slightest amount of scrutiny. scrutiny. It's and not just... logical, Captain. <laughs> guess that's but, my role uh, I, I show. think this is good. You're the Spock good. in the show. Yeah. I think it's good for Utah. Uh, I think it's good for Utahns. Uh, and so good on you lawmakers for at least raising the bar a little bit. Whenever I hear about Utah, I just think of the man show when Jimmy Kimmel used to put on blackface and pretend to be Carl Malone. Yeah. And he talked about being part of the Utah Jams. That's me, Carl Malone, here for the Utah Jams. And it's, he went, like, they had the camera shoot him from way underneath, so he looked really tall. It's weird that that's not talked about more. I can't believe Jimmy Kimmel got away with that. Like, I can't believe Twitter's not ablaze with the, yeah. all, all of these pictures of Jimmy Kimmel, not just in blackface, but, like, full black makeup, like, full body makeup. He had black leg on and black arms. Like, he had the whole shit. We see you, Jimmy Kimmel. We know what you did. Sorry, okay. whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> Sorry. It does seem weird to me that the man show ever existed. Like, that show opened with women just jumping on trampolines. And closed with and women closed. jumping on trampolines. Right. Like, what a strange time in America. Sarah Silverman dated both hosts of the man show. I didn't know she dated Corolla. She started dating Corolla, and then she moved up to Kimmel, which is the natural progression of yeah. things. <laughs> Much like a Pokemon evolving. <laughs> final form because jimmy kimmel's not he's not done evolving no he's gonna get even more famous and more plastic looking right so who would he become who's the third evolution johnny carson ted ghost. durst ted durst <laughs> you mean robert uh, durst or fred durst i think i mean fred durst but From i think actually biscuit? i think what i really mean is ted durst whoever that might be <laughs> if you're out there ted durst we're coming for you tweet at us <laughs> get at us ted durst Shots fired, ted durst <laughs> Okay. His uh, uh, hashtag is Chicken Tenders. That sounds like you said Chicken Tenders with a cold. I know. That's why that's his that's his handle. <laughs> okay. Tyler, what uh, do you want so to talk about? What happened in your life? What happened in my life? Yeah. Yeah, with well, your long-term girlfriend. 
Uh, well, we've still been together for seven years. Nice. And, uh, it's weird that you didn't break up after six months, but that's okay. She was uh, she was gone this weekend at a, a bachelorette party. Oh shit. Yeah. So you know what I did? Masturbate. Yerked it. <laughs> I fell asleep at ten thirty, baby. Oh, dude, that's that's so much later than I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? That's hilarious. No, I didn't do anything. Actually, I did have to. I was forced into going out to eat with my coworker. I work with one dude. His name's Andrew. He's twenty four, real Christy, and doesn't drink. Oh no. Yeah. What does he think about what Utah's up to? <laughs> Pretty pissed off. We gotta get Andrew yeah, on this shit. He's fucking livid. <laughs> How um, dare they? But yeah, he uh, he's always asking me to go out to dinner, and I'm always like, no, nah, I gotta get home. But he fucking knew that Becca was out of town, so he trapped me. And uh, you could say, no, I don't want to. No, Andrew, I don't like you. I don't think we have anything in common. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's true. But uh, how was it? Person, he's literally the only person I work with, so that would be soups uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so I was like, yeah, Andrew, we can go out. Uh, you want to take a guess where he chose to go out? Church. Olive Garden. <laughs> Olive Garden, what a great guess. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Fuck yeah, dude, Andrew can party for, uh, Christian. Buffalo Wild Wings sucks, dude. Eat of my body, for it is Buffalo Wings. <laughs> I like B-dubs. I, mean, I liked B-dubs when I was in high school and I didn't drink. It definitely sucks, but also, I like to go to it. <laughs> that's crazy i did not i did not enjoy my time there at all i went in there and it was just like like everything was just like you know trying to look like modern industrial but it's all made of like shitty aluminum and fork metal <laughs> and then <clears throat> i gotta pay like 20 bucks for 15 wings and they aren't even that good did you eat them though i ate all of them i spent 20 dollars <laughs> on them good 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 what did what did he get he also got 15 wings, and I think he got them with, like, just, like, a little bit of salt on them. <laughs> what? So like, without any sauce? This guy's white, white. No, no, that's saying. not true. Okay. <laughs> he I was like, no, no, no seasoning, please. He definitely he definitely got the three mildest flavors, I'll tell you that. What a pussy. And like, Fuck you, Andrew. And, like, I'm not a big heat guy. I got a tiny little baby mouth. But I was, like, you know, in that mid-heat tier, at least. Uh, I'm proud of you because I go to restaurants and I like spicy food so much. Like when I go to Indian restaurants, I literally tell them to ruin my day is the instructions I give them. I'm like, please ruin my day. Or sometimes I say, make this not white people spicy, but actually <laughs> spicy. And they go, what? I go, I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Don't you fuck with me. No white people spicy, actual spicy. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, I fucking swear to God, if this comes out normal, I'm going to be pissed. And they just fucking ruined my day. Maharani and Madison has literally ruined my day before. I've been crying eating their Indian food. So good. So fucking now, good. I'm more worried about it coming out than going in. It burns. <laughs> the little hot snakes. It's called hot snakes. Oh, God. It's just <laughs> so little, evocative. It's little bitty snakes, and it's hot. It fucking burns. That's <laughs> what so we in the biz call hot snakes. Do you think, uh, do you think she'll be madder that... Uh, we talk about the makeouts, or that you keep saying hot snakes. Um, I can't imagine she's gonna be any more mad than me talking about hot snakes. We might as well just really dig into the makeouts at this point. <laughs> also, I think we need to talk about the term turd cutter. Oh my god, that got thrown around a lot the other the other night. Turd cutter was the uh, we were trying to figure out the most inappropriate name for a butt you could shout at a girl out of your car. Terrar, it almost got so absurd it wasn't offensive. So turd cutter 
is what uh, Brian uh, said he would say. Um, I said dumper. Like if you, if you said, hey, babe, you got a nice dumper on you. And she'd be like, what? <laughs> Come on. So turd cutter and dumper. I think Alan said poop shoot um, or something. See, he I, said something. I like to go another direction with it instead of like gross. super gross, like almost folksy. So I would go with rumpus. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that rumpus. I like that. That's nice. Um, but yeah, we were throwing we were throwing all, all sorts of crazy names for uh, oh, for Ooh, poopers. That big juicy tukus over there. <laughs> Thanks, Grandpa. Tukus. Yeah, no, it, it it got pretty wild last night. It was uh, it was nice. It was like we drank the right amount of beer. Uh, most people did okay. All of the women made out with each other. Yeah, all of them. Nope, not uh, not Noah's girlfriend. Oh, Noah's girlfriend doesn't count. She doesn't do things. That I she... I'm not. I still don't want to learn her name, even though she's been sticking around for a really long time. Because I just don't care for her. Velvet. <laughs> uh, we did we did beer madness again, which we talked about last year. Right. Did you bring on Natterdays? No, three sex did say that she she looked for it at the store and couldn't couldn't find it. But it would have done too well, and I would have gotten mad at everyone. Everyone was in yeah. a very mild mood this past weekend. Like, very sweet, very mild. It was what everyone's palate was this past weekend. Yeah. Well, having met uh, your friend's group exactly once in real life, they're all a bunch of dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. Got them. Got em. Uh, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a great beer madness, though. Tell me about it, studs. My girlfriend won um, on a pure random guess that I told her would not win. Uh, she had five grab? minutes to pick it out, and I said, don't grab an IPA, an IPA is not going to win. It won. It won. What'd you get? It was Space um, space Cruiser, like... It wasn't Space Cruiser, but it was something like Space, space Cruiser. Space Otter? No, I don't... It was, by, it, was by, it was by Boulevard, so we can figure this out, but I won't. Boulevard oh, Space Boulevard. something. Space well, Camper? Good. Space Camper. It was Space Camper. I'm not that surprised. Boulevard, I really respect them. Yeah, so Boulevard Space Camper one, it was a delightful IPA. I thought it was all right. Um, I thought that... Uh, a Belgian came in second. I thought that it, it making it out of the Final Four was a surprise, because it, it, it just wasn't that interesting to me. It was fine. It was totally fine. Yeah. And, like, totally fine can get you through the IPA rounds, but it shouldn't get you... The, the I championship. I don't remember. And he was up against like was up against that weird like red colored sour. I don't think the red colored sour made it that far. Red colored sour was a weird one. I can't believe that. That one made it farther than I thought. And then it won one round. It, won, it beat a pilsner, so there you go. Fucking <laughs> fucking Alan, who every day of his fucking life says pilsners are his favorite beer, actively voted against a pilsner versus a sour. A bright red sour. Well, Alan is the enemy of the show, so that makes sense. Alan is a complete wild card. I could not fucking believe it. He was like, I like this one. I was like, I can't believe... I literally looked at him I was like, I can't believe Alan's voting against this, this person right now. I can't, I can't fucking believe it. Unreal. It was absolutely unreal. Alan was in rare form uh, this past weekend. All right. And that's uh, that's the highlights. That counts as my content. I love Alan. Shout out, that Alan. Shout out, Alan. You're my favorite. You said, Fuck you, Alan. You <laughs> Fuck you. Maybe a quarter of the words in that whole content. That's like Zach's content plus. But the thing is that I did a bunch of the work to make the thing happen. That's true. I don't care. Three, well, three stacks did most of it. Right, yeah. I did some. Oh my god. I, pretty much all the work I had to do was between rounds to announce things. I had to just scream as loud as I could what was happening because everyone was talking so loudly. My girlfriend got so drunk that when we got home, she took her contacts out and then knocked them on the floor <laughs> the minute that she took them out. It was so funny. Like, legitimately, like, I laughed right in her face. 
And she was so sad. She just rolled around on the floor because she knocked your contacts like on the ground, and they were never gonna be the they were never gonna be fine to put in again. Uh, and uh, and I teabagged her. I like like Halo One teabagged her when she was on the ground. I just started squatting. It's weird that you don't get past six months, dude. It's so crazy. I told her this weekend because we we're hit three months. I was like, wow, it's so crazy that we're halfway done. Like that's so nuts. <laughs> the thing is, it's not like you've been holding back or pretending you're someone. You're no, not. she's just in. She, if she has like, if she hasn't figured out that she's got to get out of this disgusting <laughs> thing by now, she's not gonna figure no, it she's out. She's not gonna figure it out. Yeah, but I mean, I said the same thing about Becca, and she still watched me eat trash off the ground. So. <laughs> right, and she hasn't left you either. Exactly. Yeah. This is how we do it. She hasn't figured it out by now. That Find I'm the worst. women that are settling. It's what I keep telling you guys. That's for sure. Do we? Yeah. We gotta get Alan's girlfriend in one of these beer weekends. She's ready to cash in. I don't know what that means. She's ready to get married to Alan, like, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh. She said that she wanted a very public proposal. Oh, no. And that she wanted to cry in front of a bunch of people. She's like, I want to burst into tears in front of everybody. Man, I I can't even get my fucking brain around that. She wants it uh, so bad. Alan's girlfriend is blonde, yes? Yes, yes, she is. Okay. See, Facebook suggested to me that I should be friends with Alan, and his profile picture, I believe, is him with his girlfriend. Um, a blonde woman with bangs? Like, yeah. At first I was like, why is Alan standing so close to his own sister? And then I realized, then I realized it was his girlfriend. Funny story, like, Alan's sister is also a blonde chick with bangs. I just think they look kind of similar is all. Not that I'm trying to say either one of them is bad looking, I just think they have similar features. Alan's sister was at the last Beer Madness. She was. and She, she looks like Alan. I think she talked about uh, some dude breaking his she wiener. She about, oh yeah, she broke a dick. She talked about breaking some guy's dick. And take him to the ER. Yeah, Alan's sister's the best. <laughs> wow. Well. She's snapping dicks off like a like an alligator turtle. Right. Yeah. I'd like to think that she looked him dead in the eye and said, "Watch this," and then <laughs> just an clenched. almighty keggle. Just yeah. cracked it like Liu Kang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my well, god. Whew. Okay, we gotta stop. We gotta stop and do this last article. Hit us with this article. Uh, Let's let's just do it before we get into territory that makes it even harder for us to do. Oh this. yeah, we made the same mistake again, huh? This way we can do the article, then we can cut everything we're gonna say afterwards. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, um, we talked a little while ago about founders and um, the fact that they're getting sued by one of their employees, ex-employees, who alleged that he was repeatedly called the N-word, passed over for promotions because he's black. And that um, generally it was pretty racist working environment. And Founders has released a statement about it. So from foundersbrewing.com, we have Founders Company Statement. Yeah, it's a, you know it's another kind of tough article. Uh, basically, they say that this is an unusual situation, which is why they feel compelled to speak out. Um, they say that the situation has been portrayed unfairly. They, they, they say that there are essentially four claims made by this former employee, and they try to rebut these claims. Uh, the first one is the one that I kind of have the most trouble with, to be honest. Um, it says language. Like I said, the employee said that they were called the N-word twice and that there were no repercussions when he uh, reported that to HR. This says that... So it says, in the first incident, the former employee explicitly told HR he did not want the offending coworker to be fired, and in the second incident, the former employee told HR he was satisfied with the disciplinary action. That seems to be kind of their main defense here, but... That sounds like it happened. That sounds like it happened. 
I think they're admitting that it happened. Yeah. And yeah. they're saying we resolved it. Like, yeah. Yeah. We fixed yeah. it by reprimanding them. What they say here, they say, quote, we have no tolerance for such language and acted immediately to address those situations. This offense was documented in both employees' files. That's not zero tolerance. It's, it's well, what it is is it's one tolerance because they, they say at least that the, the next time it happens, you'll get fired. So it's a, a one tolerance policy. Everybody gets one. That's so many times. <laughs> one is a lot of times dropping an N-bomb at work. Yeah. Like, regardless of what your job is, unless you're in, like, a play about the Civil War, that's an awful lot of times. Or if you work in an N-bomb factory, it just, it, com- you, it comes up. You're out there making N-bombs to drop on Japan. <laughs> right. Yeah. We know how it goes. So, that's, that's, I just, I think that's kind of a bad, that's not a great excuse, in my opinion. The next one is promotion. They say the the employee alleges that he was passed over promotion because he was black. Founders says that they gave him two promotions. So, okay. Well, that's a lot more promotions than I got. Thanks, Founders. <laughs> it's probably because yeah. I'm Jewish. Yeah, or I don't work at Founders. <laughs> one of the two of those things. <laughs> the next one, termination. They say that he was actually terminated from his job not because he was reporting racial bias, but because he was bad at it. Nice. And well, if, one, if he's bad at his job, then why'd they promote him twice? That's a great question, Sam. And the next one is, so he says that two printers, one was named White Guy Printer and the other one was named Black Guy Printer. Nice. And uh, Founder says that that's just not true and didn't happen. And the thing is, I would be more willing to give them the benefit of the doubt if they hadn't already copped to the fact that these dudes are dropping the N-bomb. Like, naming a printer the white guy printer and the black guy printer is so much tamer than... Dropping an N-bomb. So, like, I I fully believe that the printer thing happened. Yeah, I share this article not because I think this... I really just share this article for the sake of, of balance, Right? We shared the one guy's story, now we should share Founder's um, statement. But I don't think this makes them look any better. I still definitely believe the guy, and I still won't be drinking Founder's. You know, the fact that they just had a, an environment where this could happen, and they admit that it happened, um, and the fact that they tried to squash the suit in the first place really shows that I, I don't think they're committed to addressing the issues. And until I see that happen, um, I won't be drinking their beers. You think these two dudes still work there? It, it, there's no indication that they were fired. It just, I, not even a, to the, like the more important point of like repercussions for their actions. Just like it's probably fucking awkward to work around them. I don't know. Maybe there are no more black people there. Who knows? Oh, yeah. This is the only person, um, right? I mean, I don't know. It seems. I'd be curious to see what the employee has to say about their own, like, career path. Like, were you actually promoted twice and then fucked up your job? Like, what's the deal? Because, like, to say that I was racially discriminated against, but then to be promoted twice is pretty, like, uh, I would say contrarian. Like, so I don't know. I'd be curious what the employee has to say about, like, were you actually promoted? Um, Is this one of those things where, like, you just sort of get, like, a new title and you do the exact same job as before? Yeah, they they change you from junior sales rep to senior sales rep when you hit two years and you have no the same what. job yeah you have the same job well, i like... also think it's probable that there's a little bit you know i'm i i think it's probable that the truth lies somewhere in the middle uh-huh um but even if the truth lies somewhere in the middle that still gives it to the dude who was called an n-word you know that's still bad 
That is still bad, but, like, I, if that guy didn't quit and is mad, like, a year after the fact that he got fired, I don't know. So I'm going to reserve judgment, but I am curious to see, because I, I didn't listen to the first article when this first broke. I wasn't on the podcast. But I am curious, I guess, to see what this person's perspective is on their own, like, like career trajectory and... Like, were you put on a 90-day performance review and then, like, still fucked it up? Like, what actually happened there? What, did you just make a stink about the printers when you're on your 90-day performance review and you feel like you got fired because of that? Like, there's a whole bunch of shit that could be going on. So I'm going to reserve judgment. But it definitely sounds bad that, like, they didn't fire two people. The fact that two people in general dropped the N-bomb is, like, a ton. A ton of people. Yeah. Unless you're, like, a Civil War reenactment. That's a ton of people. So that's pretty shocking. Uh, so founders should probably like sort that out also. I mean, the fact that they, they're releasing this statement and, and claiming, they're saying we have the zero tolerance policy for such language doesn't imply to me that they're rethinking anything about their policies or thinking like there's room for interpretation that they made a mistake. That just makes me hey, feel like they're fostering this environment where this is okay. So they do... Uh, I do want to say that they claim that a few months ago they created a new role at Founders, Director of Diversity and Inclusion. Do they Yikes. hire this guy to do it? Should have. <laughs> I don't think so. That might have squashed um, this beef. Yeah, right? So, he said, you guys, know, you can't call it the black printer. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We're dumb, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. We're from Boston. We don't know anything. So I, I do just want to bring that up. Now, you could argue that this shows that they are committing to diversity, or you could argue that it shows that they're locking the door after the horse has escaped. Um, but it, it should be noted that they do say they've created this new position. Yeah, that's uh, that's just you being a tryhard and reading the article. I know, nice. I know. Good for you. Thank you. It's my only job here. He is a but, leg up because uh, he doesn't send us the articles. Huh? Okay. Well, I said like we didn't have a chance to also read that part of the article. I mean, I could have. Well, I have no chance. That's the way we like it. We, Do we, we like have to any, get... other, any other thoughts and feelings here? Um, I hate everybody involved. All right. I would hear Tyler's content, other than going out to dinner to Buffalo Wild Wings and eating non-spicy wings. He went on a date that wasn't very good. You went on a man I went date on a and you didn't like it. Terrible man date. Yeah. How? But how? Do you feel like you and uh, what's his face are closer, or do you feel like it went bad? I think he feels that we're closer. Nice. That's the worst outcome. <laughs> if he so had a great. terrible time that would have been great for you if you had a good time that would have been great for you he was like loving these mild wings what's up me and my bros with these mild wings like just kicking it yeah. like, I think what Zach said is exactly how he felt he was like hell yeah out at Buffalo Wild Wings with my bros just chilling down with Jesus not consuming <laughs> alcohol and was it just the two of you oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah and, and did you have beer I did, yes. Of course I had beer. I needed beer. And and did he look look at you with disdain? Were you like, do you have a quad? <laughs> I need like an 11% right now. It was super rough. I opened the menu and they had one craft beer. And I was like, guess that's what I'm drinking. Uh, I'm going to guess it was 60 minute based on where you live. Number You're nine. Correct. Number nine. Oh, shit. Fine. He, he doesn't live in Vermont anymore. But I feel like it's close. I feel like number nine could have been the one. If they had one craft yeah. beer, it could have been. But it was 60 minutes. It was, and oh, got, it was Dogfish? Yeah. They're, they're from Delaware. Oh, that's right. And I got a, I got a big, big fat glass of that, and it still, still could not ease the pain. That place has like 34 TV screens showing the most boring sports, 
And I have to watch it with goddamn Andrew. Ugh, the worst. It was like some shitty college basketball and like I don't even know what else. And uh, just eating some crappy wings. Probably some Good hockey. Millennials. Good for millennials for putting Buffalo Wild Wings out of business. It should go out of business. It deserves it. It deserves it. That's right. Pizza Hut Wings Maybe. is where it's at. Pizza Hut Wings are better Great. than they have any right to be. They're, it's crazy how good they are. Pizza Hut Wings are absolutely killing it. If you're listening to this and you're the person who invented Pizza Hut Wings, like, thank you. There's no reason they should be my favorite wings of any of the delivery places that make wings. They're better than Wings Over. And all Wings Over does is make wings. I, I'll also say I haven't had their uh, pasta in like 10 years, but I thought their pasta killed it too. Pizza Hut, uh, Renaissance. Their, their pizza, not my favorite, oddly. Yeah, but yeah, but their wings and their pasta. Their crust is so sweet. Yeah, it is really sweet. It's like cake. It's weird. Yeah, Pizza Hut Renaissance is uh, this stage of my life and my band name. Like, my new band name, 100%. And my like tattoo. That. And my tattoo says Pizza Hut Renaissance on it, and it's got Michelangelo's reaching out to a pizza floating in the sky. I've, I've, I have one tattoo that says Pizza Hut Renaissance, and then I have another tattoo under it that says... Yes, I regret that tattoo. Please stop asking me. <laughs> love it. Oh, boy. Fucking love Zach, it. Zach, you don't actually have any tattoos, do you? I have no tattoos. I want one. I like the idea of tattoos, but I can't think of anything that I want to commit to for the rest of my life. I'm with you 100%. I didn't think that was going to be the issue for you, honestly. I just, like, He's I not lo- that Jewish. I love the idea of tattoos. I think like the idea of like being decorated is super cool. I just like cannot think of tattoos something Tattoos are getting. fucking cool. I agree. Like, that's the thing is, they're cool. Like, I understand the, like dumb, bro-y, quote-unquote, tribal tattoos, like, just a neat design, yep, like, yep, yep. it looks cool! I wanted to get a tattoo that was, uh, one of my friends had a really cool tattoo, and I wanted to get the exact same tattoo as a joke, um, because it, it was nice, but I thought it would really piss him off if I got the exact, hit this bicep tattoo of a skull with, like, these flowers underneath, and these bees building a beehive in the eye socket of the skull, and it was, like, these poisonous flowers on the bottom, and so he was, like, they're, like, poisoning the mind of the skull because they're making honey out of poisonous flowers. And I was like, deaf, 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 deaf. Yeah, I want that. And I almost got the exact same thing. I was like, I'll spend $400 to get the exact same thing. How much kombucha does your friend butt chug? Um, all of it. Probably yeah, all of it. He's very pretentious. So I, I, I can think of one more pretentious tattoo. And Tyler, you should be going to the same place as I am. Uh, life is what you make it to be. No, not that, but it's very bad. That's that's a good story. Is a a dude that we went to college with who's a real shithead. Uh, got life is what you wait. Make it to be. Life you, is what you make it. He got life is what you make it on his six pack. You like, like to see almost naked, yeah. Ad, <laughs> and then he developed more abs, so he had to add words for, nice. for those. Uh, but no, I'm talking about the dude who had. A tattoo of a microphone, but the head of the microphone oh. was a grenade. No, because of the explosive power of music. No, yep. come yep. on. Yep. Yep. He also yep. had a biohazard tattoo on his shoulder. He's come kind of a butthole. He's like a Tony yep. Hawk's pro skater created character. Yeah, <laughs> How did you do that? Come on. Yeah, so sure. stupid. And so, like, that's part of why I've been so hesitant to get tattoos. Because every time I have an idea for a tattoo, I'm like. Uh, are people gonna talk about me and how shitty my tattoo is? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse than three guys talking about your tattoo on a podcast. No, got him, got us. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, do we want to tattoo these ratings on yeah, our listeners' eardrums? For sure. Super sick transition, bro. 
Thanks, bro. Okay, I will go first. I had from Terrapin Beer Company, Luau, a passion fruit orange guava IPA, 6.5% ABV. I was super prepared to like this a lot. I like fruity IPAs, especially like tropical fruits. Um, but this just, it really reminded me of like chalky orange vitamins. I don't it was think the malt. Excuse me? Do you think that was like the malt? Do you feel like the, it got like a little frothy on you? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It just, it, it, the orange was there, but it tasted kind of flake, uh, fakey. I couldn't really taste any other fruits, and it just, just something about that mouthfeel reminds me of like chalk. So, I don't know. I think I'm going to give it, that sounds really bad, but it wasn't even that bad to drink, so I think I'm just going to give it a five. I don't know who to recommend this to. If you feel like you missed out on vitamins as a kid, I guess you can drink this. Like, it's not terrible or anything. It's just not that well executed, and you can get better versions of this from other brewers. All right, so riddle me this. Assumption one, wizards exist. Okay. Uh, a wizard has a handful of orange Flintstone vitamins, puts them in a food processor to turn them into powder, mixes them with, with water, casts a spell on it to make it carbonated, casts another spell on it to make it whatever the ABV of yours was, I forgot already. Uh-huh. Which do you prefer? I don't I don't know that I can tell the difference. Wow, really? It's that not hoppy? It's no, you're, okay. I guess this does have some hops in it. I, I would probably prefer this because it is at least recognizable as a beer. But when I drink this, I'm just like, ah, ah weird orange chalk. I don't know. Just something about it really puts me in that mindset, and I just can't get past it. So, trick question. The correct answer is my thing, because in my thing, there are wizards. Oh. he got you there he got me i will never recover who either of you i don't care my favorite was sam harsh trick uh i like front brewings uh oh zach you want to go next uh my turn series uh anai mexican hot chocolate ale earlier i kind of referred to the fact that i wish it were more chocolatey and also had a fuller body Uh kind of as i drank it i realized that I like it, and I like its proportions. I just wish there were more of everything. Like, I wish there was more heat. I wish there was more chocolate. I wish there was more cinnamon. It also says there's nutmeg in here, which I didn't get. It would be nice to have more of the nutmeg. I want more body. I want a higher ABV. Just, I, I want I want an eye. I guess the way that this works is, like, people at Lakefront, like, just get to unilaterally create their own recipes, and that's how the series works, which I think is a cool idea. And for Anai's next turn, I want an imperial version of this. Just right. do this again, but like crank it up to eleven. Because I, I think it's I think it's good. I just I didn't it didn't have it didn't have enough of any of it. Right. Which is which is frustrating. So uh I'll give this a seven. I think it's like well executed. I just think that just across the board I want more. Okay. Uh but I would recommend this to someone that likes uh hot pepper beer or Mexican hot chocolate. All right, Zach. All right, well, I had Alma Gang's Bourbon Barrel uh, Vanilla Smoked Porter. And um, so I guess drinking all the way through it, as far as Bourbon Barrel things go, it, I thought it was actually pretty mild. <clears throat> I definitely got more of the vanilla than I was expecting to. I feel like I'm usually more disappointed with vanilla and things than not. Um, definitely tasted and smelled like vanilla. It was a little sweet. And as far as porters go, I mean, I, I generally have, like, a very, um, his bitchy palate, where I, I like pretty mild shit. This was super nice. Like, I really enjoyed this. It was, 
really pleasant. I honestly, I could have gone honestly a little heavier on the bourbon, if I'm being honest. I thought that it was, if you had just said like a vanilla porter, I would have completely believed you. A little smoky, a little bit of kind of like coffee, like that like roasted coffee flavor. I would give this probably like a 7.5. I really enjoyed this. If you are, I guess if you like, we're at the tail end of that winter season. If you're like, want to hold on to that last gasp of like winter beers, I think this is your last one. Just knock it out, and then you got to move on to like the fruity IPAs uh, of spring. I would way rather just embrace spring. You got to hang on to that winter while you can, otherwise it's going to trick you, and it's going to be winter again next week. Right. Oh, it's going to break my heart in three weeks when it snows it's again. It's full spring. It's full spring right now. It's not going to stay this it, it warm. It tricks me every year, and this year is no exception. <laughs> I fully believe the thaw has come, and we are finished. Okay. Uh, well, I feel like this was a real meandering episode, but I enjoyed it, so thank you, Zach, for coming on. Anytime. And Sam, what are you drinking next week? Um... <laughs> Great. Okay. So, listener, Beer. thank you. Thanks for sticking around. If you have anything you want to tell us, you can email us at BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BrewsdayTuesday. You can comment on our links at BrewsdayTuesday.com. Don't move us. Keep it down. We'll see everybody next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Here comes a beer. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy, forget about your problems. Here comes a shot, lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problems. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need. And take your medicine, you feel better. I went on a date from Friday through Sunday, and then right after she left, I took shrooms. And then I watched the Vikings and Bears game. And then right after that, I had some leftover shrooms, and I took them before the podcast on Monday. And I took, like, the little bit of leftover shrooms, and I rolled super hard. Like, I was freaking out the entire time. We're going to have to listen closer to to this on the edit. You can hear me hysterically laughing in a way that I have not done on the podcast (laughs) in any time since.